Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is a podcast series where I sit down with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics. In this episode, we'll be meeting Crane Worldwide Logistics Senior Director of Global Logistics, Jennifer Hogue. Welcome to Coffee with Crane, Jennifer. Hi, Joseph. Pleasure to be here. I'm glad to have you. Well, let's get to know you a little bit. When you're not accelerating forward, what do you like to do for fun? Well, um, enjoying time with my family. Any time you can spend with family is a fun time for me. So we're very active, uh, very active within our community. So anything from riding bikes to volunteering, uh, that's what we're doing. So that's what I like to do. Enjoying the fresh air and, and getting to know your neighbors. That's great. That's Absolutely. great. Well, let's get down to business. Uh, Jennifer, as Senior Director of Global Logistics, how would you define contract logistics? Well, Joseph, uh, <laughs> there's a there's a long-term debate in the industry on whether simple warehousing is considered contract logistics. Um, so the pallet in, pallet out model uh, didn't qualify as a logistics product for a long time. But what I found over the past few years is those simplistic models, Joseph, are an exception, not the rule anymore. So what once was basic order fulfillment now has layers of complexity and customization involved. And I think that a lot of that is because consumer products are becoming more customized to the consumer. So that demand has followed suit. So programs like kitting and product updates and inspections are now more common and modifications that were once done by manufacturers are now being done in the warehouse and it's increased the complexity of our operational models in our business i'm also seeing a lot more demand for vendor management vendor owned inventory programs and that's also increased the level of complexity which obviously requires precise process and execution on our part it's hard to believe that warehousing wasn't considered part of logistics i i can't wrap my head around that how does contract logistics impact the overall supply chain then? Well, commonly, Joseph, it's the center of the process, right? So it's incredibly important, not to mention it's holding our client's most valuable asset, which is their inventory and most of it. It's also we're shipping to their most valuable partners, which is their customers. So it's incredibly important. The flow of goods in and out of the warehouse is dependent on strong communications between suppliers carriers, our clients, their customers, and obviously providers like us. So there's a lot of moving parts to consider, which require a great deal of planning. Well, the inescapable topic now, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic has had an historic impact on the world. How did it impact contract logistics teams, specifically the warehouse personnel? Well, Joseph, it was an incredibly busy year. We, we onboarded twice as many clients as we did the previous year. Um, and a lot of those clients were startups and other companies looking to efficiently distribute PPE and other medical supplies. So we spent a lot of time consulting, a lot more time than usual, helping our clients not only set up a distribution model, which is what we do every day, but an end-to-end -end inventory management solution that can scale as their companies grow. So we helped with anything from building a material catalog to quality procedures, vendor compliance, all the way from ordering and delivery to the end customer. So very, very busy here, Joseph, for us. And for our warehouses, keeping our personnel safe and healthy was obviously our number one priority. Having personally managed warehouses for several years, I can tell you from experience that 
warehouse operations is a team effort and it requires teamwork. So it definitely took some adjusting for our staff to continue working so closely with each other while maintaining a safe distance. So it was definitely had to adapt there. Another thing that our warehouse teams really had to focus on this past year was exercising their patience and providing great customer service. And that's again around new companies. So learning new products is always challenging at first. Um, it's even more challenging when those products are also new for our clients. So when you go to a store, Joseph, and you pick an item up off a shelf, you don't realize the effort it takes into developing the identity of that product. It is more than just a UPC code, right? It usually goes through several revisions to perfect it. And our warehouse personnel help develop those characteristics. So their feedback helps our clients drive their manufacturers to improve the identity of the product so we can track it appropriately. So everything goes downstream and upstream, right? And we're usually in the middle somewhere. I just like to say that I am so exceptionally proud of our warehouse team around the globe, Joseph. Um, they are so hardworking and dedicated to their clients, hands down the best in the business. I'll second that, Jennifer. We, the Crane family, the Crane team in general is just is wonderful to work with. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can see right now, we're meeting virtually. A lot more is being done digitally. Uh, like you said, with the warehouse staff, we have to figure out new ways to work. Do you think there's going to be any long-term effects on how clients manage their supply chains? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I definitely do. The, the pandemic, as I'm sure that you remember, exposed just how vulnerable our critical supply chains really are and the associated risk with that. So everything from groceries to bicycles were difficult, if not impossible, to find. A large number of, our, of retailers, their supply chains completely collapsed. Um, at a time where they were most needed. And that was because they're so dependent on long distance transporters that stopped working. So with limited supply and stock, consumers went out and purchased from whoever had the supply, right? So I think you will see more focus on demand planning, forward stocking programs this year to improve replenishment efficiency. Um, and that may include diversifying manufacturers to reduce lead times or maintaining emergency stock and bonded warehouses closer to the consumer. Um, so the demand for local warehousing space has certainly increased, and I think that you're going to see that trend for quite some time. I've seen that firsthand where, I mean, just about any of us can go into a grocery store these days, and if something's not on the shelf, it's not like they have the exact product back there, you know, somewhere in the magical back rooms to bring it and put it back on shelves. All right, here's a fun question, a hypothetical one. Let's say I made my own hats and vests. I had a hat and vest company, and I was looking for a logistics provider. Are there any surprising places that, uh, I should focus on? Definitely. If you ask me, I would say... Uh focus on the opposite of what is you what's usually focused on. Uh, so I would say, Joseph, inventory control and customer service. Shipping, receiving systems tend to take a lot of the attention, right? Uh, which I understand because they're very important. However, inventory control and customer service show you the stability and volatility of a warehouse. Um, so for example, inventory control has this perception of being just cycle counting. But a good inventory control program is much more than that keeping your warehouse clean and accurate. These are the folks, keep your docks clear, the space clean, and your inventory straight, which is incredibly important. So if you're working with a 3PL, ask to meet their inventory control team and learn their process. 
A mature, well-run warehouse should have inventory control personnel with a clearly defined process that covers their entire warehouse. The second thing is customer service. There is so much activity in a warehouse from checking in drivers to responding to client emails. There has to be someone dedicated to communicating and customer service. We often see floor supervisors and other lead positions also try to be customer service reps. That is not effective. They either miss something on the floor or they miss something at their desks. So ask to meet their customer service team. Make sure that they have dedicated people to communicating with you. Those two tips will help you find a great logistics provider. Excellent. Again, it all comes back to communication. Communication is key. Absolutely. So right now I want you to look into your crystal ball. Do you foresee anything new and exciting on the 2021 roadmap that you want to share with us? Well, it's funny that we were just talking about communication, Joseph, because I would consider 2021 the year of communication. Uh, that's what I would say our 2021 roadmap is. We're focusing this year on improving communications across the board, everything from systemic integrations to personnel training. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of focus and enhancement in that area. Um, I believe we already do a great job already, but we're going to get even better. So it's it's an exciting time at Crane Worldwide, and I look forward to seeing what we accomplish this year. That's the spirit. I like that a lot. We're good, but we can always be better. Jennifer, this has been a real treat and very educational for me personally. I really want to say thank you for sharing your time, your wisdom, and your insights with us all here today. Thank you. Nice to talk to you, Joseph. Thanks again. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm going to keep a fresh cup waiting for you right here on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now. Mm-hmm.